Welcome to the Pioneer Podcast. Telling the user-submitted stories of pioneers of Utah and the American West is collected by the Sons of Utah Pioneers. This episode of the Pioneer Podcast is an audio file generated by a Pioneer biography submitted to us at pioneerstories.org, a webpage of the Sons of Utah Pioneers. We invite you to share your family Pioneer Stories too, by going to pioneerstories.org and clicking the red submit button. Your story will also become a part of this podcast, where it can be shared with other family members as well. Now, here is our pioneer story. This episode is about Shao, Christina, Woman of Faithfulness Christina Shao first heard the gospel in her native land of Denmark when Apostle Erastus Snow and Elder George P. Dykes, two of the first Latter-day Saint missionaries, visited that country. On April 13, 1851, she and her brothers were baptized by Elder Hans Peter Jensen. In 1853 they left their home and native land for Utah. They sailed to Liverpool, England, then continued on to America aboard the good ship Jesse Munn. They landed in New Orleans, arriving there February 10, 1854. Their voyage continued up the Mississippi River to Kansas City, Missouri where they remained for a time preparing for the journey across the plains. They made the trek in Captain Hans Peter Olson's company. Christina walked the entire distance except for two afternoons when she was privileged to ride. They arrived in Salt Lake City October 5, 1854. Their first home was in Bountiful, where they underwent all the hardships incident to the settlement of that country, among them the Grasshopper Wars. Before they had a home of their own, they lived in Chris Highrise's stable. While there her father and two older brothers pulled the sunflowers and weeds from his large field of wheat for ten pints of flour a week. When Christina was a very young girl, her eyes were very sore and her parents took her to a patriarch. He gave her a patriarchal blessing in which he told her she would get well, grow up, and eventually marry a man like the prophet Nathan of old. He gave her many wonderful promises and said that, she would stand on Mount Zion with palms of victory in her hands. During this time her mother, two brothers, and she gathered pigweeds. They stripped the leaves and tender stems from the weeds and cooked them. Some of them were thickened with flour and baked into bread. They used sour milk, and for leavening they used the sail radish which they gathered from off the ground. They walked a mile twice a week for skimmed milk. The rest of the weeds were stewed and eaten with the bread. For six weeks this was a food supply for a family of seven. After the field of wheat was ripe, they pulled and bound it into bundles. They were allowed to glean the heads of wheat from the edges of the field for their own use, which they thrashed with sticks and carried to the mill to be ground into flour. From that time on they were never without flour. One day when Christina went for milk at the neighbors, there was no one home. The door stood open and she could see a hoe cake propped up in front of the fire on a fireplace. She was very hungry and was sorely tempted to take it, but she had power to overcome the temptation and went home without it, for which, through the years to come, she was very thankful. She went to William and Myra Henry's home for milk and became acquainted with the family. She went there to work and on December 6, 1861. Later she married their son, James, and became his second wife. His first wife, Rowanna, Hatch, Henry, 
loved Christina very much and encouraged romance between them. She lived with James and Rowena in their home while in Bountiful. It was here that her first baby, Joseph Niels, was born. He died at the age of 10 months and was buried in Bountiful, Utah. They were called to help settle Panaka, Nevada, and lived there until May 3, 1871, when they moved to Panguitch. James came a little before the family with cattle, horses, etc. They moved into a log room inside the fort on the public square. Eventually she moved from the fort into a home of her own in the south-central part of Panguitch, where she lived until her death. Christina spun flax and wove it into table linen and towels. She washed and scoured the wool from sheep, corded it into bats for quilts. Then she spun and colored it for yarn, which she knit into stockings and socks, gloves and mittens for her family. Christina also spun flax into warp and wove it into flannel, pants, and underwear. She gathered and prepared wheat straw and made it into hats for both men and women, with flowers to trim them. She also made buckskin gloves. All items she did not need for her family she sold to the first co-op store. She cut, sewed, and wove rags into carpet for herself and others. She made her own starch from potatoes, her own soap from animal fat, using wood ashes for lye. She was a good cook and made delicious salt-rising bread. She named her second son for her husband and the prophet Nathan, James Nathan Henry. She was the mother of ten children, all but one grew up and reared families of their own. Her husband married her half-sister Jed's Chow on June 18, 1879 and the three wives and their children loved and respected each other very much. James Henry and his three wives were noble, worthy, full of faith and devotion, and died as they had lived in full faith of the gospel. Their bodies are lying side by side in the Panguitch City Cemetery. When Rahanna died she loved, kissed and pressed Christina's hand and said, Don't cry, we will soon be together again. Christina was an example to us of enterprise, motherhood, and pioneering spirit. She is an heir to God's promise that says, Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. Psalm 101 6. Thanks for listening to the Pioneer Podcast. We would like to invite you to subscribe to and share this podcast with others. Also, please leave us a review at the iTunes Store, that helps us more than anything else. If you would like access to more content and information about our Pioneer history, join us at sup.online.org the online community of the Sons of Utah Pioneers. That's sup.online.org. Goodbye until next time, from your friends at the Sons of Utah Pioneers.